Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Trending Ticker Podcast. I am your host, Parker Friedman, and on today's episode, we'll be discussing ride-sharing platform Uber. Now, Uber's been in the headlines not only today, but last week, specifically as pertaining to their quarter one earnings that they reported on Thursday for the period ending March 31st. They beat on the top line while missing on the bottom as losses widened to $2.94 billion as compared to $1 billion for the same quarter last year. Now, it was noted that this loss widened primarily due to a one-off cost. However, it seems these one-off costs have been occurring a lot lately, especially in the past few quarters, and that's what they're using as an excuse for not being able to break a profit and delaying their profit forecasts. However, the real issue lies in their Uber Eats, and we'll get to that in a little while. However, moving on, there is still some strength shown in the report as revenues grew 14% on a gas basis, sorry, gap basis, propelled higher by gross booking increases in eats and freights of 52% and 55% respectively. As of quarter one, the company's cash on hand more than covers the debt. That leaves us not to fear any liquidity issues the company may have. Um, I think right now in the COVID-19 economy, a lot of people are worried that if companies do not have enough liquidity on hand, they will not be able to you know, push forward and move forward and still pay the bills. But I think based on Uber's balance sheet from the, uh, that they showed in their last quarterly earnings report, uh, they have almost double cash, double the cash as they do uh, amount of debt they have currently. Um, I think that that should more than cover it, I think. And I think Uber never really has a work stoppage. I think people still are going to use Uber a little bit. It may not be at the same levels as before, but I think no matter what, the company's never going to have issues bringing in money. It's not like they're completely shut down like certain retail stores or things like that. So while COVID-19 concerns did drop rides by 80% in April, on the company's earnings call, executives stated that rides have seen a week-over-week increase and last week, or the, not last week, sorry, the week before earnings, the company saw 12% increase in rides. However, the true impact of COVID-19 will be seen on the company's quarter two earnings report that will be reported probably sometime around June or July. Um, obviously, with this, this quarter ending March 31st, they only really kind of got the tip of the iceberg of the COVID-19 uh, shutdowns. So I think that's what most companies that they're going to have to wait and see what the true impact of this this pandemic is going to be on their earnings by looking at not this earnings report, which for most companies ended on March 31st, but quarter two earnings where you're going to see the true impact as they get a full slate of these shutdowns. Um, looking back at the most recent annual report, the company experienced revenue growth of 26% from 2018 to 2019 as compared to 42% in 2017 to 18. So you can see there they're shrinking in growth a little. But again, that's still a very impressive growth. I talked about this last episode with Peloton and how the street can sometimes have expectations for these companies that just aren't realistic. I mean, over 20% growth in revenues. If you are any company and you're seeing over 20% growth in revenue, you are very, very happy. I mean, that's something that you do not see too often. Um, it is an issue that they're not profitable. I'm not going to sit here and dismiss that and say that their revenue growth is key. I think they're a little different than Peloton and that they've been around a little bit longer. 
and they shouldn't have these issues with profitability because they should be figuring this stuff out. They're a, a completely different type of company than Peloton, where yesterday I talked about how growth can really spur the stock higher, whereas I think earnings need or sorry, Uber needs to show some earnings on their income statement before they can really push this stock forward and propel the price higher. Um, we'll talk about that in a second here. Their average for your average for revenues increasing is 66%. So over the past four years, revenue has grown an average of 66%. I mean, I think anyone who thinks that Uber can't earn money is mistaken. I think management needs to figure out how to cut costs a little better in order to turn that money that they're earning into a profit. I think that's what this company um, is really struggling with. The company also saw gains in trips in gross bookings, which grew 32% and 31% respectively. Um, that is where, you know, you're, you're going to get the majority of your revenue, obviously. Um, now that we've gotten through these financials, let's talk about um, today's big story. And um, I'm going to preface this by talking about Uber Eats. Uber Eats, according to uh, Cowan's analysts, Cowan's being a uh, investment bank headquartered in the on the Avenue of Americas in New York City, uh, analysts estimate that Uber Eats loses roughly three dollars and thirty six per uh, three dollars and thirty six cents per order. And according to the same firm, in twenty twenty four, the company's still going to be losing around forty six cents per per order. And this right here lies your problem with Uber. Okay, this is a company that if they just focused on ride sharing purely, it would be an earnings machine. They could earn money hand over fist. It's not expensive to be a rideshare company. Um, you know, the litigation in California about Uber employees and unions and all that, they could just take their headquarters out of California and, it's, and they wouldn't allow Uber to be, you know, done in California. I think that would solve their issues. If you took, if they took services out of states that are having union issues against them, I think they'd still see very good revenue growth. And I think you'd actually have a better chance of eliminating any of those litigations in the future by just null and voiding the states that are going to cause you issues. But that's, you know, beside the point that the fact that Uber can make hand over fist if they just stuck to rides. But right here, you're seeing, according to these analysts, they're losing $3.36 per order. And as I stated earlier, revenues for Eats grew 52% this past quarter. And you know what that means? $3.36. 36 cents is being lost for every order. So whatever revenue they have, that's a $3.36 loss. That's why this company is not making money because their eats revenue is growing. Phenomenal. Great. You love to see revenue growth, but when you're losing $3.36 per order, that revenue is just basically a loss. You're just instantly marking that down as a loss. So that's where this company's drawing issues and a lot of, uh, of complaints from analysts is that they, they just need to shut this or eats thing down. But this is the trending ticker podcast. So I can't not mention news today. Multiple reports show that Uber is very interested in buying out Grubhub. Now I did a, a, a research report on Grubhub last year. I had them down as a hold. They were around 70. I bought into the company at around 69, $70 and got out for a break-even loss around 70. The stock's gone down to, I think, about, I don't know what the price is today. It was last I checked, it was around 40 or $50. But 
one thing Grubhub has that Uber that Uber hasn't, excuse me, is that Grubhub reported a profit at one point. This year they didn't. This year they reported a loss of 20 cents per share. But last year they reported an 85 cent per share gain. This company knows how to do this eats thing. They just, for whatever reason, this year struggled. They had to, they had to up some costs. They made some deals with some other brands, and I think that probably inhibited the costs and, and led to a little bit greater of a, lo- a loss. But still, if you look at uh, their last earnings report, revenues grew 19% from quarter to quarter to that from 2019 Q1 to 2000, from 2018 to 2019 Q1, uh, $341 million dollars. Um, they lost thirty dollars per uh, thirty sorry thirty cents per share, as compared to six cents in the last quarter. Um, but I mean, active diners up twenty eight percent from a year ago. Uh, daily average grub grubs, which is their day, basically daily average deliveries, was up eight percent from a year ago. Gross food sales are up thirteen percent, and if you look at you know revenue marks. They're up 30% for the year because last quarter was their um, full year. It was up 30% to $1.3 billion. And we already talked about the loss, but active diners for the whole year were up 28%. Daily average grubs up 13% and gross food sales up 17%. So this company has the ability to do something that Uber cannot do. And as I discussed earlier, Uber has cash on hand. Now, do I think it's enough to buy out Grubhub? I don't know. But they could they could do something here. They could make a deal with Grubhub. They could do something. And not only does that give them a company that's shown profit in the past in an area which they cannot pull a profit, it also eliminates one of their competitors. One of the big arguments against Grubhub when I was investing in them and speaking with other analysts was that there was so much competition between Uber Eats, Lyft, uh, Postmates, DoorDash. But now combining Uber Eats with Grubhub, Grubhub was already the leader in market share with Uber Eats at number two. You're basically combining that market share at that point. So right there is where you're going to see something that Uber Eats, Grubhub, whatever they call themselves, is going to dominate the market for uh, a delivery service that's not directly from the restaurant itself. And I think that is a key aspect that were, that wasn't lo- really couldn't be looked into last week when the earnings report was being shown. Everyone last week at the earnings report was complaining about the same things they've been complaining about quarter after quarter after quarter is that Eats is not making any money. And why do they keep doing this Eats thing if it's not making any money? Well, now they have the opportunity to bring in a company and possibly bring in management from that company to oversee the Eats program that could maybe help them turn into a profitability. So that's basically the breakdown of Uber today. I I think right now Uber is a real wait and see. This Grubhub news is very interesting. Um, I don't know where it's going to go. Reports just started today. It had kind of been in the past. They discussed it. There had been rumors again. But this is like for the first time really making news that this these rumors are occurring. But I, end all be all, I don't really have an elevator pitch for Uber this, this time today because I don't think Uber is a buy right now. It's at about 32-ish dollars today. It was at 31 yesterday. It got propelled up about a dollar or two higher thanks to this Grubhub rumor. But I think Uber is a real wait and see. Um, I think, like I said earlier, that quarter two is really going to show how much this COVID thing impacted Uber. Um, I do think that the change in culture where I would like to think with the germs on public transportation, people are going to 
get away from public transportation that may open up an opportunity for Uber. Um, and if they got themselves out of states that are trying to litigate against them, I think that would be a huge help as well. But right now, overall, you can, I, I can't recommend to buy. I can't recommend to sell Uber, uh, sell it short. I can't recommend you to buy it now. It's just really a wait and see. Um, this Grubhub thing is not going to get done anytime soon. Even if they do go into a buyout or acquisition or anything, it's going to have to go through a bunch of different things. And they're going to have to go through a monopoly case, is my guess, an antitrust case, um, because they're combining the two companies with the largest market share in the delivery business. So... In closing, I'd say hold off on Uber for now. Um, I think it's a real wait and see. I think at the end of the day, until they can turn a profit with Eats, a company, it just it's never going to earn money. It's just going to be unprofitable forever. And as much as I love seeing this revenue growth, uh, companies who don't earn profits for very long periods of time, it's an issue. I mean, there's some companies like Tesla or or Amazon for a while didn't earn a profit, but those are different stories. Um, so like I said, I'd hold off on Uber for now. Uh, before I leave for tomorrow, I have to say this. Um, I am not a certified financial analyst. I am not recommending that you go out and buy or sell stocks. Um, I'm just simply saying what I would do. Um, so do not take my advice as the uh, word of God. Do not come and go and follow my advice and say that that's the reason you are doing these things. Um, so until next time, I'm Parker Friedman, and this is the Trending Ticker Podcast. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you.